Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! You can't hear yourself? It's like you pulled something when you got up. Oh, there we go. That's it. This headphone splitter might be crappy. Yeah, I think it is crappy. Can you hear yourself? Yeah, I can hear myself now. <sighs> okay, well, it was only $6 or something, and it's bright pink, and I thought maybe it would work out. That so we, didn't, we didn't lose too much. As long as nobody makes any sudden movements, nobody gets hurt. <laughs> Neither of us. Yo, shout out to all the dome getters that are on that made it to episode three. Getting dome in episode three. The, the getters of dome. The dome getters is what I thought. Hey, you might have noticed a sick ass intro track. Fucking that's um we got positive feedback on that. Which is nice. Yeah, this is our second week using a sort of uh well, I'm not sure if we're gonna keep it, but it's kind of like our own little version of an intro. Um, a blend. Of originally, we had thought about like doing different intros every week, like freestyling a new intro every single new episode. But you know, that's you guys don't really deserve that, to be honest. It's a lot of work, and uh, you guys have have never really, other than the constant positive feedback that you give us, right? Don't really deserve it. So, what can I say? Instead, you just get our bullshit takes on whatever award show is currently happening in, in the in what season it is right and most of the award shows suck but honestly the oscars was kind of cool i was pleasantly surprised this year by the oscars uh i regularly um i'm regularly pretty let down by the nominees and your relationship gets picked and also the people who i allow into my life and allow to trust they always let me down um, I also want to just take a quick note. I think I got a little stuffy nose here. I hope, hopefully, that doesn't come out in the cast. But if it does, I apologize. I might uh, do a couple of these <laughs> <clears throat> intermittently. So, uh, I just my deepest condolences to however and whomever that affects people. Um, but anyway, back to the Oscars. Uh, sort of hosted by Steve Martin and Chris Rock, but they kind of. Got rid of them immediately. Yeah, I think it's better for award shows to not have a host. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'd rather an Airbnb not have a host. Hosts are getting too big for their britches these days. Definitely. Uh, and, and, and Ricky Gervais, like, definitely might have been the last of an era. Right. Ricky Gervais's speech, um, definitely. Uh, you should look it up real quick, actually. So, yeah, Ricky Gervais, um, he, at the Golden Globes, did a pretty famous speech, uh, and I'm sure that, you know, if you're plugged in, you probably have already heard it, but uh, I, I want to play it, because I think it'd be like cool. The, like the audio? Just, yeah, we can just play the audio. Oh, no, but I this doesn't have an aux. <sighs> okay, well, I'm going to look it up on my phone then, because for some reason we've decided to use a production tool without an aux cord. Well, yeah, I mean, you should have planned this preemptively like this was this was a spur of the moment it was funny because beforehand david was like all right i'm gonna be like jamie whenever you need me to pull something up i can pull it up but apparently it doesn't even matter if we can pull it up because we can't even play it <laughs> i meant pull up information not <laughs> audio um i should have clarified that all right ricky gervais at the golden globes um and I'm really only playing this to give some context that I think that hosting is uh, 
probably about to be a thing of the past. Yeah, uh, like you just said, um, it's just hosts can't be trusted. And it's one of those things where um, we had a good laugh. And this will probably be the last time this occurs unless I host the Pornhub Awards in Vegas this March. So I'm, <laughs> which uh, we're all banking on that you do. So I'm uh, I'm going to attempt to find the, the end because he has like an eight minute monologue. We're not going to listen to the whole thing because that's not good content. Um, but I'm just going to cut to the end here. Uh, first, let's see if we. This is bad. Everything is falling apart. This is good content right here. Um, we got candles lit in the room. Um, I'm on the first cup of coffee right now. Honestly, I have. 7th Annual Golden Globe Awards. All right, we got Live go from the Beverly Hilton Hotel here in Los Angeles. I'm Ricky Gervais. Thank you. Um, Skipping ahead a bit. An award for most ripped junkie. No. Only epic movie, Once Upon a Time. Because she. I can't do this next joke. <laughs> You oh. say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. Here we go. Starting here. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, well, I here's mean, the thing. unbelievable. I'm also now realizing that a beat is about to drop. And this is all, this is all messed up. Yo, I tried to play the Ricky Gervais, Gervais. Yeah, yeah, put me in my place because I'm not good at this. I'm a fucking disgrace. My production is shit. I don't know how to fucking get a clip up. I just want to go fucking get my dick sucked. Yeah, I'm at the dome, getting dome. Yeah, I'm in my home, rapping. Now you know that we're going to give it to the globe. Yo, listen, homie. It's okay, we better light up a stogie Because we just tried to play A little video with Ricky Gervais And we didn't realize that the beat was about to play Yay. Uh, I was out in Beverly Hills At the Golden Globes eating some Beverly Pills Ooh, that doesn't make me sit still It makes me get up I'm about to take one up I'm about to take one up the, Was that like I was about to go into right. the butt okay. But um, you know what? Let's keep this non-anal, and you know what? And then who's let's uh, the award for first beat goes to <laughs> um, the beat was called 1974, produced by YSP, wow. aka Young Swedish Prodigy. <laughs> Wait, YSP stands. He for... includes an aka in his beat name. No, no, I well the beat is produced by Young Swedish Prodigy, but he abbreviates it to YSP. So I was letting you know. That YSP stands don't include for- your abbreviate. I don't know, whatever. If, if, if like, it's funny how many I've I've seen uh, rappers that have started off with ridiculous names and then adjusted. Eventually, adjust to be an abbreviated some abbreviated bullshit. One of the main things is maybe not including your nationality in the name of the like your artist name because. What happens when you migrate to the U.S., the greatest country in the world, well, you know, the land of freedom, and then all of a sudden you're not about this Swedish keep ASAP Rocky in maybe, jail bullshit. Maybe he's trying to pull some Swedish house mafia shit because they're pretty famous and they have Swedish in their name as well. Boycott Sweden. I'm down. Like Swedish, The Swedish police are racist apparently, and um, and Donald Trump got ASAP Rocky out of prison. So Was it D-Trump? Was it him himself? <sighs> Well, 
you know, a lot of people like to say it. I want to go back to my original point, host. We got to, we got to, this is the Oscar episode. Oh, we're, yeah, we're yeah. losing track. I, I've got no <laughs> points other than shit about the Oscars. So if we, if we try and start talking about something else, I'm, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Um, but uh, you should, you know, what you could pull up that we don't need a fucking ox cord for is the list of nominations and the wins. Right. And we can have that up and we can, you know, reference that. On MyBookie.com, <laughs> where you can, nah, never mind. We don't have a sponsorship. No, it would, uh, we, the other day we were toying around with uh, tricking you guys into thinking we had sponsors because uh, there are companies that will let, that will give you promo codes and then we could like be like, hey, go uh, buy your dildos here and use this promo code. <laughs> and they don't, they're not actually paying us to promote them on the cast, but if you guys use the promo code, you would we would get but it's not worth it's such a dumb bullshit and it's really only a, a means of making people think that you're more successful than you are right i have i have sort of um do we is is it in like order because i do kind of want to i don't want to i want to save the best for last just like the oscars can we start at the like non-important ones like you know lighting and shit <laughs> um yeah because it definitely goes okay here we go yeah just start right here oh no, they're not in order. This is all just fucking winners. Well, but I can tell you visual effects. Give sound. us, give us some, give us some nominate. Give us, give us a, give us a category uh, at your description. What about editing? Let's move over to editing. Fucking. What was, what was nominated for that? Well, sound editing or regular. Regular editing. editing. No one gives a shit about sound editing. All right. Well, editing was <laughs> was was won by Ford v Ferrari. Okay, let's talk about this movie, Ford v Ferrari. You guys. I mean, not. Oscar worthy, in my opinion. To me, okay, so the movie was very fun. It was an entertaining movie about Americans. It was, it, it was like it was basically like a, if Transformers was a true story, uh, that kind of vibe. Like you're you're going in there to watch something dumb and 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 fast and 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 you know very well shot and technically. You know, Transformers isn't true, and this and, is, but... And if you like uh, old cars, if you like old cars and that kind of gets your dick hard, and then if, you might enjoy this. And if you need, and if, like, you absolutely have to have a female character shoehorned into your movie in, in an incredibly offensive <laughs> way, then, yeah, this is the film for you. Because, my God, there was just one woman in the movie, yeah, and she only existed to be this dude's, like, annoying wife. It was just, it was rough. I can't believe that that type of film is still nominated for the Oscars. And uh, uh, Chris Rock and, and um, Steve Martin even touched base on that. They were they were talking about how really not too many women nominated this year. I mean... Uh, except for the, like, obviously there's the categories that they're going to be nominated for, but um, as far as the, the, uh, the multi-gendered categories, like... Uh, best director and shit like that. And I mean, my issue is that um, if the better movies are directed by men, then that's just what happened this year. And that's more than likely the case. Uh, it was pretty interesting to see how they kind of all of every single Best Picture nomination got something to a certain degree. Every every one of those movies that was nominated for Best Picture gets to put something on the DVD sleeve right, right, that right. says Oscar winning movie. So really, everybody wins no matter what. I have so a, I'm about to do another sniff. Ugh. I have a quick something to touch on. Um, uh, yesterday we watched Brad Pitt win an Oscar, and he for, did a great speech. He's he's so be, good. Speech. Best speech of the I'm night. I'm gonna try and pull up a Brad Pitt speech. Best speech of the night. First speech of the night. He's not pulling it up. Thank God. No. Um. <laughs> Real quick, I want to let you know that um, yesterday you were curious of Brad, of, of Brad Pitt's age 
And on the previous episode, we touched on, you know, The Rock's age and how he's looking sexual in his late 40s. Real quick, Brad Pitt is 56. 56. Now. Did you see Brad Pitt shirtless in Once Upon a Time? Yeah, we could talk about that movie I, for a second. Listen Let's, to me. I would blow Brad Pitt against his will. <laughs> you're talking about uh, this is a direct threat on the sexual safety of Brad Pitt. <laughs> I know that you're in L.A. still because you were just at the Oscars last night. I I will find you. He's probably not just in L.A. because of the Oscars. I think he lives here. Yeah. But regardless, uh, I agree. I will gang rape Brad Pitt with you. We should figure yeah. out a way. Um, yeah. Do an Eiffel Tower on him? Um See, there's certain sexual positions that I don't know are possible in a rape scenario. Like an Eiffel Tower, I think, would require a willing participant unless we really got some. We'd have to bind Brad Pitt up in a very specific fashion. Maybe we. And he looks like he got some sharp teeth, too. Okay, maybe we get some leverage on him. You know, we figure something out and then we hold it against him and then that makes him participate. And we can shoot it and we'll call it Deep Pit. Uh. Bottom of the pit, uh, pits of pits of uh, pits of pit. Welcome to Pittsburgh. Pits, pits of despair. <laughs> this is good. This is a okay. So in that, in that I, little bit, we I, were. I have a quick thing on on the shocking age of people that we know or that we that we recognize from television. Um, pit is fifty six, and um, Bernie is seventy eight. Bernie, Bernie seventy eight. And that's, to me, something really great That he can still be a candidate For the President of the United States Yeah, I keep thinking that I can't be President Cause I'm too young And because I'm having too much fun It turns out it doesn't matter Actually, you gotta be like 35 to be relevant I just wanna say that this is my rap today It's me, Bernie, and I'm here to reach the youth of the USA I just want to reach you out and tell you I'm only 67. I can still get an erection. That's right. Sure. I might need some Cialis mixed with Viagra, mixed with a, a bottle of the, the a chalice of full of, of drinks. That's just me. I'm Bernie Sanders. Yeah, me. I'm Bernie. I'm from New Hampshire. Me and your girl, we bought our daughter a hamster. And now we're going off and we talking mad, yeah. Yeah, what I, what I was going to say is that if Bernie can run for president at 78, then it's okay for you to be handing mixtapes out on the corner at 45. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could still be pursuing a rap career. That's an interesting I'm just bridge saying, you're this, building there. Like. If Bernie can run for president at 78, then at 43, you're still like half his age. I don't know. And it, the thing is, I don't know if handing out mix. no one hands out a mixtape on the corner. They're always trying to get you to fucking pay for that shit, and it's annoying as hell. And and that's kind of what Bernie does too, on a, a larger scale. If you think <laughs> about it, when he when he makes his little uh, his announcements to fundraise, he's, ha- he's handing out Medicare on the corner. I must once again ask you to purchase this fire. <laughs> if you like supporting urban youth, yeah, dude, Bernie <laughs> on the corner handing out mixtapes. Uh, the beat was called "Dippin'," produced by Zeros and Ones. And um, zeros we, and ones, I can you know there's some binary. Did we have we rap? Have we talked about him yet? The binary names. I, I we ha- I think we riffed about it on the first one, but it wasn't like a. Let's we, go back to talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because I I have some points. I have to shoehorn into this episode because we seem to be going going through it quick. Put a, put a shoehorn in my ass. Um, interesting fact about 
the movie um, China, which is a huge distributor of American films. End of coronavirus. Is is that a thing now? Coronavirus is over? No, they're distributing films and coronavirus. Keep going. But, um, okay, so what was I going to say again? Uh, oh, yeah, so China, uh, major distributor of American films, didn't like... There's a scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where Brad Pitt's character fights uh, Bruce Lee and sort of beats him, like kind of kicks his ass, and China w- did not like that one bit. And they were like, look, we're not going to distribute this film unless you edit that scene out. And Tarantino was just like, fuck you. That's, that makes zero sense. He, he And he went on in his explanation about why he wouldn't edit the scene out. He was like, uh, you know, maybe if they asked for two... Uh, maybe if they maybe if they asked me to take um, me slamming that woman's face against the the fireplace down from four times to two times, I could imagine that. But this just makes no sense. Which I thought was that's a very Tarantino explanation for it. Which, if you've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, there's a scene where a chick gets her face smashed in a fireplace, and it, it is fucking brutal. It's insane. Yeah. Um. But uh, it's it's altogether fucking great film uh i heard an interesting point that maybe you can uh elaborate on because this is one of his first uh movies without the financial backing of, of harvey of harvey yeah his old companion and uh i have some people have said that it's kind of like a, a movie about friendship in hollywood and one could maybe make make some parallels between brad pitt's character and leonardo dicaprio's character and how like they have this sort of interesting loyalty to each other in that regard. Huh. So is the is the parallel supposed to be to Tarantino and Harvey being homies? Well, they were. And 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 that's like that's just a fact. I mean, and and then like all this stuff comes out about your friend about how he's a deviant and you probably knew in the back of your mind the whole t- like I don't I can't put myself in Tarantino's shoes, but I've got to imagine that he knew that his friend was a, right, sort of a piece of, right. sh- piece of shit and just sort of didn't do anything about it. And um, and those themes don't necessarily present themselves in the movie, but it is about a friendship in Hollywood That's, where there's no judgment amongst each other yeah. and, their, and your each other's behavior because right. DiCaprio is sort of like a drunk and a and a irrational right. And, like actor and um and fucking Brad Pitt's character is has has just gotten away with murdering his wife kind of oh. like on, on OJ Simpson yeah. thing and so he's like not welcome on certain sets and it's a very interesting parallel there I think man Brad Pitt gets shirtless on that roof and it just I love the scene where he goes uh to, to the hippie commune and he has to investigate to see if his old buddy is still like doing well with all these hippie bitches and he is. He's doing. He's just getting laid by his yeah, hippies all the time. Yeah, plus. <laughs> but yeah, an int- a great movie. We should. Uh, what's in, what's the next nomination here? Let's pull up another nominee let and we'll pull, talk about it. Let me pull out my fucking. But pull yeah, you know iPad. David, pull that up. Let's we okay. So we need to figure out a way to get that iPad plugged into here. Can we get an adapter or something or like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there we can get an adapter for. Nine ninety nine. What about like maybe a stand on that thing? Looks like maybe we should be able to stand <laughs> that shit up. I just bought a new case that's a, like a slim fit kind of thing, and Alex is a slim fit case as opposed to those Jenko cases, the are, are or, you, or are, the bell bottom cases. Are, are you imitating director Bong Joe right now? 
Bong Joon Ho is Bong, his name. Bong. You fucking racist. <laughs> uh, well, what about this? Maybe you can elaborate on the adapted screenplay writing, which was won by Taika. This was interesting. So, best adapted screenplay uh, had a couple of interesting nominations. Taika won, which I'll give it to him. Taika's a very sure uh, talented writer director, but he didn't technically. He just adapted the screenplay. It was based on a book that I didn't know about. But I didn't know about that either. That movie. I couldn't get through. We couldn't finish it. Uh, and I can't say it was bad. I just, I was expecting a comedy and it just wanted to be a comedy and also a drama at the yeah, same yeah. time. And, like, and it, not in a way that worked. It was. It, it's okay if you liked Jojo Rabbit because it's okay. Maybe you have bad taste in movies. <laughs> And that's fine. We're not going to judge you. Keep listening. The to jokes this. are funny in yeah. Jojo Rabbit. All the comedy is good. And I like I like seeing somebody act like a a, a pouty Hitler. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're gonna that was yeah the Hitler character was funny, but then I don't know. It was it would it would just swing from being a really funny, well written comedy to kind of being an overwrought like uh, 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 cautionary tale felt about a, racism. Felt a little pro Israel, and I mean that's the thing. If if, if you're from Palestine. <laughs> Yo, what's the deal with these World War II movies being so pro-Israel? Like, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm anti-racism, but I mean, if we're gonna genocide the Palestinian people, then let's be let's be careful here, right? I just hawked a loogie into a can. This I is apologize this to my co-host. One of many loogs. Yeah, yeah, one of many loogs that I hop into a can. Yeah, I hop into. Yeah, 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 yeah. put it. Mm. Yeah, I gotta sniff it up. Sorry about that. I don't give a fuck. Gonna spit it up. Yo, yeah, uh, I'm sick as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Get my own drink in my cup, and I'm about to throw it up. <laughs> yeah, I got hella mucus in my fucking throat. In my esophagus. Yeah, I'm about to throw up. Yeah, I don't wanna keep going with all the shit in my tongue and my mouth. Yeah, uh, I'm about to spit this shit right uh in my face of my spouse. Uh. Yeah, spit the shit in my face of my spouse. I just got married for the sake of the doubt. Uh, I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah, I got the sickness. Yeah, yeah, my mucus. Yeah, it's a thickness. Yeah, I got the sickness, cause I'm an addict, a heroin addict. I got the dope sickness right now. I got the dose in it right now. I got the dose in it right now. beat i think i forgot to do the to do the little reverb so i had to do it extra on this i really one. enjoyed <laughs> having shakira here for that that was super cool yeah, bye bye shakira Hasta luego, nos vemos. Yeah, thanks for uh, everything thanks for stopping by um the beat was called hell of a night produced by impala beats and i think she lives up there in hollywood because i follow her on insta and i'm always commenting on her shit and i think she's russian or something but impala hit me up let's go get a drink or something because i mean just as like co-creators you know maybe we can get together and maybe figure something out okay what do you mean what did she show her face and like she's hot or something that's why you're saying this ah she's not like hot she's just like you know she's she's got a cool style she's creative I like that beat. I wrote a hook for that. David, beat. you sound like a fucking creep right now. I'm not gonna lie, man. You sound like some. You sound like a 40 year old talking to a 20 year old. No, she's not 20. She's mm -hmm. like she looks my age, and I don't look my age, but one of us has to. No, I agree. Yeah, uh, do we have any more takes on JoJo? 
No, that's it. That's all I got. Um, I don't want to get JoJo me. did. Uh, it was interesting that ScarJo got two uh, Oscar noms for, for two she different got, movies. Yeah, well, and both for the actress. She got Best Supporting in in JoJo and Best in Marriage Story, which she didn't win either of them. But it's kind of interesting to be nominated in both of those all at once, and it makes me wonder. Could you be nominated for Best Actress in two different movies in the same year? Do you think that they could like have Scarlett Johansson for Black Widow and Marriage Story? Uh, and that's obviously a hypothetical, but... Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Avengers will never get an Oscar. And if you think so, you should keep listening to this, but you're dumb! Um but yeah, um, one thing I noticed about Marriage Story, what did what did Marriage Story win? You should pull up some of the Marriage Story victories. It didn't win. It didn't win anything. No, oh, no, Laura no, you're Dern right. won Best Supporting Actress, which we both disagreed on, right? Here's the thing. Uh, one of the, okay, so in L.A., we get a ton of billboards from the producers of these films, uh, trying to convince the Academy, whoever they are, that's a big conspiracy. Bunch of white people. Who's the Who's the Academy? Who are they? But anyway. Uh, the producers they pay to have their movies put up on billboards with, with basically just begging like, "Hey, please vote for our movies at the Academy." And they're all over the place, all around Hollywood and L.A. and wherever. And uh, there's this trend that I've noticed, and I'm sure that a lot of people have noticed this too, um, with movie posters where they just put quotes of critic reviews in like a sort of sort of fading out. Like all around the 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 movie poster, just just covering the entirety of the movie poster, fading yeah. out in different distances and different focal lengths. Uh, and one of the ones that I see more than ever now is uh, life affirming. People are putting in quotes for the calling their films life affirming, and I want to know is that where we're at right now with with like. That's how we're advertising our movies. Like, like if you need to be reaffirmed that your life is worth like I think, continuing, I you think, should th- maybe give this movie a shot. Like, this movie will literally reaffirm your life. Maybe, I guess they don't say it's life reaffirming. That would be even more fucked up. But if you've never affirmed your life before, watch this film, maybe, and it will become affirmed. Maybe they're just trying to say that the movies are pro-abortion or anti-abortion. They're pro-life. That'd be pro-life affirming movie. <laughs> Another one, and this was specific to Marriage Story, but I've seen this quote used in other uh, to describe other people. It's like whenever uh, there's a strong uh, female actress, they call her a force of nature, like. Lupita Nyong'o is a force of nature in Us, or Laura Dern is a force of nature in Marriage Story. A force of and nature. I'm just like, is she a tree? And it's I get that they're trying to do some like uh, critical hyperbole. You know what I mean? Like, but you're reaching too far. A force of nature is a goddamn hurricane that wipes out a city. You oh, know what I'm I saying? Get it. I get it. And they're like trying to be like this acting performance. Is that powerful? It's like they they might as well be like Laura Dern was a goddamn nuclear blast of a fucking performance. <laughs> and it's just like you go, you're doing too much right now with these fucking reviews. Yeah, I mean, I've heard people say that our podcast is a force of nature and it's also life affirming, and it's um, getting a lot of letters from people in prison. Um, yeah, it's interesting how. Um, 
many people named Bubba re- resonate with the podcast. And, uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we should uh, you know get to another nominee. Oh yeah, yeah. There's um, I I had a I had a couple other things, but I mean, Joker got two of them. Joker now it's it a got, movie I'd love to talk about. It got music, which was cool. It had that uh, last life, last life. Funny as it may seem, that's a good song, man. Fucking what is it? Frank Sinatra or something. But anyway, so this is the second Joker to win Best Actor, which is kind of cool. Who was the first one? Heath Ledger. He won it post-mortem. I I personally want Joaquin Phoenix to never win an award again just so I never have to hear him do this fucking autistic actor speech thing. He is long-winded. And it's and I love how he shoehorns his PETA work into his um whenever he has a speech. It's all about veganism and animals. He loves animals and um he definitely I truly believe that Joaquin Phoenix looks at a man and a chicken and thinks there is no difference between these two people. <laughs> I, I truly believe that that is the type of mentality we're dealing with. Yo, honestly, I gotta respect Joaquin Phoenix next. He's at the farm, yes, and he's like, these my friends, yes. Ooh, I don't wanna eat them, no. I just wanna take them to bowl. Bowling, yeah, ooh, every weekend, bro. Uh, uh. Yeah, Joaquin's walking down the road. Mm. He's got a fucking toad and a dog and a, I don't know, a cat and a horse. Also some bugs, cause he loves everyone, yeah, walking, uh, he's yeah. more than just a joker, yeah, he's walking as he's talking, oh, yeah, <laughs> Yo, walking Phoenix, he lives in Phoenix, uh, and he won't ever eat a fetus, uh, or a calf or a fucking half, a bat, because he loves all men and mans, and also he likes little animals, animans, I'm fucking going ham, but not walking. He don't go ham. Nope, he goes fucking uh, pita, like the bread. Uh, yup, I'm never getting catch head. Him eating no. Walking, <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm getting your bitch in a club. Let me ask you this, walking. Can we eat butter and cheese? Like, are you vegetarian? No, I think he's. He doesn't. That technically is you're non-consensually removing fluids from these animals and whatnot. You know. Those animals don't consent to have their wool removed to make your fucking t-shirt. You I mean, this, this monster. This podcast is not about climate change, but like, how did we get here? Uh, like, we used to be vegan, which was crazy. We watched the this movie called Cowspiracy, and we were like, shit. Yeah. There's a deeper purpose, and we need to not uh, ruin the planet by eating all this meat. But I've also read a lot about how um, the way that shit is farmed is fucked up anyways. So even going vegan isn't helping in reality. And also nothing matters and caring about shit is stupid. Yeah. The, um, we're like the, the, the nihilists. Uh, we don't care about nothing Lebowski and that's a cool movie. Yeah. Great movie reference, David. Wow. Speaking of, uh, movies that weren't nominated for Oscars, the big Lebowski spinoff, um, the, the Jesus bowls, no, the Jesus rolls, was released uh, a couple weeks ago to very little fanfare whatsoever, and I think I know why. It's because they're trying to champion a movie and give him his own, uh, give him his own film, but they're missing a key part. This guy's a convicted sex offender in, right. in the that's part, he's not a good guy, and they're trying to give him his own film. Like, <laughs> but yeah. it's not a it's not a, a 
uh, not Coen Brothers, right? It's um, I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, is it is it Coen? I think it is Coen Brothers. Now I think about it. But yeah, it's not one of their movies. It's just a weird spinoff. But let's talk about good movies. Let's get another uh, nomination to win here. Uh, well, I mean, the what's what's his face? Uh, Elton John got an Oscar for best song. It's about time. And honestly, he's gotten Oscars for music before, right? I think he won for. Uh, can you feel the love tonight? I don't know. the The lady at the Oscars was like, "This is the first award won by Elton John." Oh, maybe he got maybe he got snubbed for "Can You Feel the Love." I don't That'd know. All, what all was I, that? The year that uh, it's hard out here for a pimp was. I don't know. It was either it's hard out here for a pimp or "Can You Feel the Love," and they gave it to the to the pimp. No, the the pimp no, those, came. Those the pimp movies, came after. like ten years of the difference between those. Movies. Uh, at, at least he got to see his old friend Eminem. Who did a fucking? <laughs> yeah, win. I want to see Eminem perform with Randy Newman. I think that would be fucking <laughs> funny because <laughs> they could really, you know, get get some experimental shit going. Yeah, Eminem came out of the fucking floor of the Oscars and did "Lose Yourself," and I was overwhelmed and excited, but seemed a little tired. Oh, you know what I thought was interesting? This is sort of backtracking a bit, talking about the Joker again uh, and Joaquin. That movie was nominated for best original, best adapted screenplay. When I think that technically it is an original screenplay, the only thing that is adapted are the characters, right? So I, it's like a weird. I wonder how how what kind of argument took place in the in the Academy like room where to put that nomination because I it's not I don't I'm pretty sure that that's not based on any comic book. Like the stories, Other, are, the story's original, but it's like a sub story of a greater story. Yeah, which is just this, the fact that the Joker exists in DC Comics and Bruce Wayne as a character and Thomas Wayne and all those, so they had to call it an adapted screenplay, which I guess an Oscar is an Oscar, so yeah, if you're who nominated, cares? you're nominated. But it's it was kind of an interesting little splitting hairs there. Thing and it didn't win anyway. Yeah, it didn't win. Hey, nineteen seventeen took like three of them, and I haven't seen it. But that is, we've been desperately trying to find a, a quality torrent of nineteen seventeen. Yeah, we haven't actually paid to see any of these films, unfortunately. Yeah, if you um, um if you think we support the Academy or the music or the movie industry whatsoever, no, we don't a lie. Uh, we can barely support ourselves. Right. It's really it's it, it would be selfish of you to condemn us for doing this. Yeah, because so, like financially, we might be able to afford it, but. Emotionally, we can't. And um, if AT and T, the internet provider that's hosting this podcast, uh, <laughs> hears this, it's, these are like we said, this is an irony podcast. Yeah, this is all everything that we say is not true. It's not representative of who we are. Um, but yeah, I really want to see 1917. Looks cool. Um, I love a good war movie. Dead. Um, some of them can be a pretty overwrought and dramatic and dumb. But I even liked that fucking. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge, I enjoyed, and that Never was that, that was like a Christian war movie, and I was still just like, "Shit, this is pretty good. I like it." Yeah, they had like Andrew Garfield carrying soldiers with their guts hanging out. Basically, the whole movie was just him rescuing people, going, "Lord, just let me get one more. Lord, just let me get one more. Lord, just let me get one more." The entire fucking movie. <laughs> it was yeah, it was just I don't know. It was cool. I'll check it out. That's my recommendation. Uh, a movie that was nominated for an Oscar four years ago, I think. Um, but anyway, I digress. Uh, the movie of the night was Parasite. Shit. Took all the awards, and by all the awards, I mean like three or four. The ones that matter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, parasite, 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 Parasite. Uh, Bong Joon-ho, Bong Joon-ho, Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. 
uh, collecting all the awards, yeah, all the awards, uh, best original screenplay, uh, best foreign picture, uh, best picture overall, yeah, man, that dude does ball, yeah, yeah, Bong Joon, yeah, Bong Joon Ho, yeah, man, that dude got it all, uh, he can write a movie, yeah, he can write a movie, yeah, I bet he wrote Akja, uh, Snowpiercer, uh, but that's not all, yeah, uh, Bong Joon, he be drinking a lot, come on soon, yeah, he kept mentioning how he was gonna go get drunk And he was like, yo I can't wait to hit the bar After this, I'ma go real far in my little car Yeah, my name Bonjour My name's so cool I made a super dope movie And now me and you We gon' go drink some sake We gon' go do it cool I'm so fucking crazy I live in a swimming pool. Bong Joon, he had a translator that did pretty good, man. He was, yeah. Yo, and uh, the cool thing about Bong Joon's, because uh, he had to give like three speeches. Yeah, he so a lot. <laughs> they, I think they won four Oscars total. He won three personally. By the third one, he's like, uh, well, he fuck, I can't even imitate him in, in, with an Asian accent because because well, he didn't really speak. No, but yeah. basically, he can't speak English, so it's not really racist. He quote he quoted Scorsese and was like. In in uh, film school, I lived my life based on this quote, and uh, that was said by by the Martin Scorsese. And then everybody like stood up and like clapped. literally not like he wins three Oscars against his idol against Scorsese, and that then also Tarantino so is in his badass. So it's like yeah, and Scorsese and Tarantino. It's just a big year. I never even thought about that. It's like insane. for Bong Joon Ho to win against these monsters of American filmmaking, right? And Tarantino, technically, this is the last one. No, he's got one more. Oh, he's got one more. Okay, then never technically. mind. Technically, I mean, when you think about it, because this is what he said. He's not going to retire. I don't think. I, maybe we only know him as a filmmaker. And he's got so much money. He, he if if he wanted to, he could maybe be a travel journalist next or something. Yeah, <laughs> he, he could be like you know that uh, what's his fucking name the the Gonzo journalist dude from Fear and Loathing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He could probably be someone like that. Maybe he'll dabble in skiing. You know, he'll be go to the X. Right. I think that maybe he could be the next Sean White. Yeah, and he's got the head for it. What? <laughs> You know how they they have big heads for their balance. It's, it's is that what that is? Gigantism for for the X Games for the big domers out there. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, Parasite was really cool. I would highly recommend it. Uh, if if you're gonna watch any of the Oscar noms, uh, probably watch Joker because that's probably the most easily consumable film. And then if you're willing to read subtitles, watch Parasite. Yeah, Parasite is yeah, definitely second best. Real, real quick, if you're if you're one of those people who immediately says, "Oh, the movie we have to watch with subtitles. I'm not watching it." You're a fucking idiot. I mean, like I get it. You're not going to watch a movie with subtitles every day. But you can get through like one a month, honestly. Uh, and seriously, you owe it to yourself like what are you fuck? You're just getting dumber as you grow older. You are seriously, your brain is losing power. You're literally you fucking idiot. Just watch one foreign film a month. You're That's rotting. All. You're rotting on furniture you while consuming fructose corn syrup. Dumb piece of shit moron we really appreciate you guys supporting the podcast and listening like and subscribe email us at banfomania at gmail.com start with parasite seriously you fucking idiot. i gotta take i gotta pee real quick yeah you know something that's crazy <coughs> that that happened um earlier today i was at the i was at the la fitness and there was a lady walking on the treadmill in front of me talking to a known weirdo from the gym on the treadmill there as well and i was like man 
This lady seems like she's trapped in a conversation she doesn't want to have. But no, this lady was just as weird as this man while on the treadmill, reaches into her pocket, pulls out a tamale and starts eating a tamale on the treadmill. And I was like, you know what? She likes eating tamales, but she realizes she has to come to the to the gym to make up for this obsession that she has. And also, I've she eats tamales at the gym. Yeah. So. I, I mean, she probably doesn't have a treadmill at home, and her fetish is to eat tamales while on treadmills. And uh, that's the name of my band, Tamales on Treadmills. Tamales on Treadmills. Well, guys, we've had a great time here tonight with you all. And we'll just have to, you know, see you guys next time. Love you. Just kidding. Well, I was, uh, yeah, that was, we actually still have more show to record. Um I kind of jumped the gun on that little outro there, guys. Uh, I mean, it was it was kind of a cool feeling, you know. I, all of a sudden, I was like, "Shit, they're really playing us off." I didn't know we were there. <laughs> hey, um, the real quick, a little a little beat shout outs for the last three dudes or or dudettes. Uh, Moment of growth produced by Luby, which I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. L e w b i. It's on YouTube. Also, the next one was Prosper, produced by Gibbo and K F. Gibbo G i b b o. And then KF spelled KF. And then the last one was slow motion by Kyoto, which we've. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like the, 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 the balance between um, saying the producer's name immediately after we wrap over the beat and then just rattling off like four or five of them after we forget to do it for a couple <laughs> of rounds. I, I think it works. Because, you know, we got to keep the natural flow and the natural Yeah, because maybe, maybe I'm riffing about, you know. Uh, the Smurfs and how them having sex is a requirement for the the plot to thicken, literally, physically thickening. Um, anyways, that's I'm just riffing. I'm just riffing. <laughs> um, uh, I was gonna say uh, a couple of points here. Um, election season. You registered to vote? I think I am. I think just when I got my license, they were like, do you want to contribute politically to the universe? That seems sure. to be, yeah. I, I, It's interesting because it seems like they sort of trick you into registering to vote, but I can't see any reason why I should feel tricked because why, why does it matter if I'm registered or not? Ugh. Right, and I, I feel like obviously – Andrew Yang's not gonna win, even though I want I want thousand dollars. Isn't he already out of the? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I just want I wanted to get paid, and now we have to vote for Bernie, which now that's just all. He's too fucking old, but I'm still gonna vote for him because all I, the th- all, all, all this is say I didn't really want to talk about the election. I really wanted to tell a funny story about how in high school we had school elections, and uh, there was two candidates. And both of them were incredibly... No, I'm wrong. There was only one candidate. Really? One dude decided that he was going to run for school president because no one else wanted to, obviously. And as like a sort of sign of good faith, they just invented a, a candidate for him to run against. And it was just Sid the Sloth. And this dude was so unlikable that Sid the Sloth won... No way. By, like, a landslide. I voted for Sid the Sloth. You know what I mean? Like, they shouldn't have introduced this opportunity to... Embarrass show, this yeah, kid. This, <laughs> who definitely... I counted the votes, because I was on, like, the team of, like, counting the votes. 
by far, Sid the Sloth got, he got like 90% of the votes. <laughs> it's like, why even open the door for that type of, like, negativity? You know? Alex basically went to school, like, on the beach with a bunch of just weird white people yeah. that lived in, 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 the, in the suburbs of Hawaii. I had a graduating class of, like, 21 kids. It wasn't a real school. It's like, it's like if me and Alex had 10 other people in this room with us. And we just started teaching them bullshit, and then we called it a school. But somehow, we're still, like, the class with, like, the least amount of, like, fucking pregnant, pe- pregnant people and, like, losers out. That's how we did. That's how you determine the success of, of your education. <laughs> how many people did I, did I study with who currently aren't pregnant? <laughs> um, yeah, what about yourself? You're like, I bet you, like, you know... Yeah, yeah, I a went, lot of uh, I went friends to, who are Spanish lovers. Went to a bunch of which went to a bunch of schools with um, emotionally handicapped people, either handicapped by culture or by their belief in Christ. Graduated with sixty six people. A bunch of them had babies. I'm really glad we adopted these kids during the song, and um, we have to go raise our children right now, guys. Wait, 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 wait! Now I'm gonna get it right this time. <clears throat> Let's just pr- wait. Talk about something real y- quick, David. Y- you know what? I-, I was gonna talk about how uh, Pacino looks tired. Seems like Al Pacino's gonna die on wait, set. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, we're getting played off. All right. Um, Thank you. I hope that you guys uh, have a great rest of uh, your week. Watch Parasite. If you're too lazy to watch Parasite, watch Joker. Good night.